What's up, Ding Dongs? Uh, welcome to Side Talks Podcast, where we never do long intros. We only do really quick intros. We talk really fast so we can get right to talking about movies. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. Let's talk about movies. Let's do it. Man, what lies we told in that intro. <laughs> what lies we told. But let's keep it moving. Okay. Let's keep it moving. Monster shit! I was wondering if you were going to... Tried to snatch you up. Sing at me. And... Tried to snatch you up. Yeah. I got one for you. Okay. You know me. I've dropped into this film, and I don't know where the hell I am in this thing, but there's clearly been some time passed. All right. I can tell all you right, that. All right. I'm also going to let you know that while you were gone, while you were out, uh-huh. dad's away, Jeremy Burgess joined us. I think you were aware of that. Yeah. And he joined I'm so us. sorry to hear that. I'm sorry that we put our listeners through that. Jeremy Burgess on my podcast. I know. Can you I believe just, it? You know. What a what nightmare. Can you do? What a nightmare. What a nightmare. He did not get what's the shit. And I told him we would be deducting points from you. From me? Yes. Because of That's Jeremy's the way it poor goes. performance? Absolutely not. That's the way not. it goes. It's your own Absolutely fault. It's your not. own damn fault it's not, that you it's got not. COVID. The, the, the scoreboard doesn't say Rachel Morgan and visitor. No, 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 exactly. no. Exactly, it doesn't. I, no, That's why the points come no. off of your list. Absolutely not. I reject this. Okay, well, here's what, your what chance. Movie, what movie did he That's miss, That's what I'm by about to tell you. Okay. Here's your chance to redeem yourself. Okay. And if you can get it, we'll give you the <laughs> points back. Are yeah. you ready? Okay, I'm ready. There's two people. It's snowy. Uh-huh. Do you know what it is? I mean, no. <laughs> it's a man and a woman. Okay. It looks cold as fuck. We're narrowing it down. There are mountains. It looks, they're wilderness. This uh-huh. looks hilly and stuff okay are these two very famous people yes are they, they lost are. in the wilderness yes they are is this a contemporary movie yes it is is this the mountain between us oh my god brad do you hear this oh my no, god what happened he just got it he got the movie that jeremy didn't get are you and serious he got it with two people in the snowy woods and he said are they lost and i said yes and he got it bravo a name of a film which why by the way we all said brad included this film, The Mountain Between Us, we've never even heard of. I saw it in theaters. Oh, my God. It I looks terrible. I mean, it's got terrible. Kate Idris. It, well, it is bad. It's Let a me bad tell you movie. But the scene that I watched. I definitely watched, saw it in theaters. The scene that I watched, uh-huh. Corey, Kate Winslet, you would not think that this would have been one of our higher paid actors in the world. I mean, it was really bad. Her yeah. performance is real tough in this. I remember both of them being kind of spotty. She's a little adrift in that movie. And I love Kate. Look, I love Kate. I'm a Kate Winslet partisan. Um, it's bad. I, I think she's it's great, bad, but in 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 this movie, not so much. But nothing's really good in this movie. There's no tension to it. It it looks nice, I guess, because they went outside with a camera. But like, whatever. Well, listen, I gotta tell you, uh-huh. I'm actually really happy that you got it and got your points because I did not want to spend another second describing this boring ass <laughs> movie and the and the terrible what dialogue scene they say to one Is it when like they're outside, just like they're being fussing. cold? Yeah, they're fussing outside each other. And they're outside and it's cold and they're fussing and and you know he he basically says uh, no I don't think we're gonna get out of this I don't think we're gonna live yeah. but but we're alive right now right like treasure the moment or whatever that that must be from early in the film before they fell in love or whatever happened in that movie which I think was oh, a, a love oh, story oh I didn't I, I thought they were already a couple uh uh-uh. no oh, they're wow, strangers I really, on a plane I really misjudged that yeah well well good on them yeah sure. good on them sure so, you know dating is tough right now man. <laughs> So maybe a plane crash into the snowy wilderness is the way to go. Find your find your loved one there. Uh, maybe there's a your better soulmate. Way. I don't know. It sounds it sounds friendlier than Bumble. And now a look at what we're watching this week. Hey Corey. Hey Rachel. So I'm going to tell you something I've watched recently. What and have you boy, been watching? It was bad. Uh-uh. You know how we do. I've been looking for VHS uh-huh. out there in the in the wilderness. 
kind of like Kate Winslet. And <laughs> I came across a film that I thought might be good for Bad Movie Night. Like okay. I knew it wasn't going to be a good film. It has a holographic, holographic, is that how you say it? Holographic image on the front with a dad uh-huh. that when you turn it becomes invisible because indeed this film is called Invisible Dad. Invisible Dad? Invisible Dad. And this is not, I mean, okay, I know Ghost Dad starring this Bill is, Cosby. This is definitely an attempt to make a really low end version of, of Ghost Dad. So just confuse people. Yeah. Kind of. Your grandma just, is like, I got the Invisible Dad movie. And you're like, I want a ghost dad, grandma. I think it's more like, uh, I'm scrolling through channels and I kind of like that Invisible Dad movie. I mean, that, what is it, Ghost Dad movie. So I could watch Invisible Nobody Dad Nobody ever said that, by um, the way. Okay. Well, anyway, it's shit. It's pure shit. <laughs> I don't even necessarily want to spend any time on it. And, and I'm back on my bullshit. Uh-huh. I've been watching stuff for Atlanta. So Invisible Dad, I thought would be a nice break, but I found myself getting very, very angry. There are a couple of good things that happen. Um, the Invisible Dad meets a, a a teacher of the sun, and she brings a pizza to the house, which I like that part. Sure, yeah. I like a a woman ringing a doorbell with a pizza in her hand. That I I kind of like that two seconds of the film. There's also a whole thing where he is wearing a beekeeper's helmet. So he can be, you know, at least have some shape to him. Sure. And I mean, that's get, the struggle of the invisible, as we all know. Yeah. If that part had been, the, if the rest of the film had been at that level, it could have been bad movie night. But because the rest was so dull and boring, it just didn't even, it can't even go to bad movie night. That's how bad it is. It a shame. And, and in the scene, they go to a restaurant and everybody's pointing and laughing at him because there's nothing rooted in reality in this film. Like, this is a film in which I was like, whatever society, culture, town we're in, where people just point and laugh hysterically because somebody clearly has something going on with them they don't want to be seen. Like, what the hell has happened to to, to the world? So, Invisible Dad <laughs> sent you spiraling into uh, this yeah. existential crisis. Let me just stop now because I'm boring myself. So, what have you been watching? Well, I, you know, I was out sick, uh, so I watched a whole lot I of figured crap. figured that. Um, you know, when you're, when you're sick, especially with COVID and your sort of, uh, faculties are dulled, I, I'm not watching like super complicated or engaging cinema. I'm watching a lot of nonsense, yeah. Yeah. but, but in, in that I did, I did watch some stuff that I liked. Um, I watched them. The best movie, I guess I watched the whole time. And I, I don't, I don't think you like this movie very much. Um, which I think is a real shame, uh, is called We're All Going to the World's Fair. I don't like this yeah, film. I really do. I'll five-minute fight you on this. Uh, maybe, Sam's yeah. not here. Oh, so you will go pro with this. Uh, very much. I love this thing it. Is, this thing is Dollsville, No, man. I was really Dollsville. moved by it. I was really shaken by it. Um, it's kind of an indie drama character study wrapped in a horror movie package. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, American Werewolf in London can go straight to hell, but we're going to go to the, this... We all going to go to the world's I fair. I really, shit. really, really liked it a Damn lot. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll talk more about that later. Um, oh, we will. Uh, I also um, want to shout out uh, the Hulu original from back in June that I've just caught up with, Fire Island, um, which is a a gay rom com. Yeah take on Pride and Prejudice that I thought was really clever. Haven't seen it. Uh, really funny, really well done. Um, I, you know, as a, as a fresh sort of update on, on Jane Austen um, in uh, a setting that is, well, you know, 
certainly not familiar to me, um, but but something that I thought was really novel and interesting in seeing on film, something that I've never really seen before, I guess, not really yeah. the subject of too much cinema yeah. uh, in the past. Um, I, I, I really kind of took to it. I thought it was funny. I thought that the characters were, were fun and good, and, and I had a good time with it. Um, also, just briefly um, – Acknowledging when we are recording this, we are recording this the day after the death of Jean-Luc Godard, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the titan RIP, of um, the French New Wave. He was the last one standing, um, and he died yesterday as of this recording at age 91. So last night I watched a couple Godard movies that I hadn't seen. I watched Contempt for the first time, uh, which I thought was really, really, really amazing with uh, Michel Piccoli and Bridget Bardot and Jack Palance as a garish horrible American movie producer, um, really strong. And then I watched a, a lesser-known Godard film called Le Petit Soldat, Soldat uh, which translates yeah. to The Little Soldier. This was technically his second movie, but it was released fifth or sixth in his um, uh, career because it was banned in France for a couple of years due to depictions of torture during the French-Algerian War. Uh, it's a very political movie. It's probably his first very political movie in a career that would, of course, abandon narrative form altogether and mostly be political essay cinema in its nature. Um, but Godard, um, not a filmmaker I've ever really sufficiently appreciated. I'm kind of dismayed to say that it took his passing to get me to like really buckle down and dig into his filmography. But I'm going to try to see a lot more of the films of his that I haven't seen over the next days and weeks. Um, That'd and, be cool. Um, rest in peace to him um, and to, you know, this entire movement of cinema that we're losing, you know, the last living link yeah, to. Yeah, it happens, man. But I can tell you, whenever I play the scene from Breathless, I, I like to use the scene from Breathless where the jump cuts happen in the car uh -huh. and and the and the the gentleman's talking to to his lady friend about, like, you've got to, I'm in love with a woman who has a beautiful neck and a beautiful ears and beautiful and just keep on and on and yeah. on and it just jump cuts jump cuts jump cuts and i it's a great example because that's you know obviously that's the that's the first real use of jump cuts in this really stylish fashionable yep. manner and so i i can tell you right now that i've got a classroom full of students every time i play this who couldn't care any less about french cinema black and white films etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. and when i play that scene they love it yeah they are so taken, and I, there is always there is always laughter in the room when he's just going on and on about her lovely ears and knees and elbows and neck and what have you. And so I, I think it's, I, I guess I'm saying that to say that sometimes you know, sort of older dusty films, if you will, with the younger folk get a bad rap. But there's some some really wonderful stuff in these films, and they're worth revisiting, even regardless of who's gone RIP and who hasn't. Dust them off, Zoomers, and Do catch it, up on your film history. Anyway, that's what I've been watching. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks podcast. I've done it before, but this is a different version of okay. it. Okay. And it's apropos, if you will. All right. We're your own personal cinematic Megxit and Royal Fam. Ugh. Well, that's certainly apropos. Oh, man. Yeah. 
I just, the queen know, is dead. She she died. She's still dead, despite what you know the twenty four seven news coverage might have you believe. As if there's a possibility of this situation developing into something different. No, she's still <laughs> turns dead. Turns out she's alive. <laughs> um, oh, folks, our week of breathless reporting. We turns out we got it wrong. She, more importantly, she got better. more importantly, uh-huh. would you rather be Harry and Meghan, or would you rather be the royal fam? I would one hundred percent rather be Harry and Meghan. Oh, hundred percent. We're gonna have to. Yeah. Arm wrestle for this there's one. There's no, think. no, no contest. Yeah. There. Hashtag Diana. Anyway, thanks to Revelator Coffee. They're our sponsor. They are wonderful, serving up delicious coffee in downtown Birmingham. Stop by and get a cup on your way to work or whenever you need to pick me up. And thanks to our friends at Boutwell Studios for recording our podcast. Thanks, Brad. Yes, sir. Uh, what else do we say here? Sidewalkfest.com, at Sidewalkfilm, on social media. Come see a movie with us at the cinema. Bye, everybody. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.